I'm very thrilled and excited to introduce you to a person at the helm of SME and startup engagements at HSBC. He has nearly two decades of commercial banking experience and he's responsible for the entire SME and startup portfolio of the commercial banking arm at HSBC India. Under his current ambit, Prakash Jaiswar, the country head of business banking segment for commercial banking HSBC India. Welcome, Prakash. No, thank you. Thank you, Shraddha. Uh, it's, it's a real pleasure uh, to speak to you. Uh, I, I would say we at HSBC are really delighted to partner with your story for the Build and Grow series, which I understand is a part of the larger Money Matters with Shraddha Sharma series. That's a very catchy name, I must say. Uh, I, I would say build and grow as it, it as our basic ethos of business. As you know, we are not a very large SME business, but we are a very fast growing and very ambitious business. So the, both the words, I don't know whether which team, both the teams would have collaborated to put that name, but it, it really, really uh, lies at the heart of the conversation. And I'm really looking forward to a conversation with you. A great follower of your your story, uh, 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 you know, uh, organization in the startup space. So really looking forward to that chatting up to you. Thanks, uh, Prakash. And you know, it's so it, it's so exciting that you know when we talk about the banking world and the bankers, then we think that they uh, are from different economy. But uh, with you and 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 with your team, we get that sense that you are. Uh, you like a startup yourself, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, the yeah. way uh, you're working, the way you engage, the way you, uh, you know, the way we chat, everything is so startup-y and we're very excited to be partnering with you and, and especially you, because I can feel uh, from here, we are doing this Zoom call, but I can feel the energy and I can feel uh, uh, the, the passion that you bring for this space. So with that, I'll ask you the first question. You know, everyone is asking about the new normal. What, according to you, is the new normal? And what are some of the opportunities and the challenges uh, that you think that the business businesses will face in terms of the continuity, for the business continuity? I, I, I think, Shraddha, it's, it's a word uh, which has got a lot of airtime in the last two, three months. Uh, I, I would say, and my view is, I'm not a specialist, but my view is observation talking to ecosystem players and customers and colleagues in the bank, and, and not only in India, across the world, we have the advantage of being a global world, a global, global bank. Uh, I would say new normal will mean various stuff, various things to various people. Mm. Uh, and we have to allow it to play out a little bit to see to what extent and in what form it finally comes into our lives. Uh, so that, that's, that's what I would say. Uh, in my view, two, three things which comes to my mind where a new normal will be achieved. Uh, one is the whole topic of, and it's very close to my heart because of my business role, the way we solicit new business. Okay, That's clearly going to change. right? If you look at our team, the entire sales momentum in our team was very physical in nature. So the way we solicit new business uh, they will engage with vendors and stakeholders will change, right? Uh, what What are the few things which will happen? I think they will be less physical and more virtual. I think the way we have connected with your story is a big, a good, good example of that. Uh, I would have done hundreds of Zoom calls with customers and teams in the last two, three months. I think technology is definitely helping. I think also a very targeted business development approach 
uh, will 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 come into play. Digital marketing, targeted marketing, uh, all those will change. Another thing I I I I think is that you have to play to your strength. So a very targeted, very prepared discussion on your niche strength will happen. So that's one area I will definitely think. Second thing, which is the most talked about, is work from home. Uh, I think that's one systemic new normal will happen. A uh, few aspects there in my view, it depends on the role, it depends on the organizational philosophy because a lot of encouragement rules don't uh, do job. It, what, you, what you really practice is, is, is matter. So that's one. Uh, work from home, I would say role, uh, also the physical infrastructure at home. It's very clear that more people will work from home. Yeah. How much, in what form that we have to see. Also one more aspect on which we have started some work is that how do you measure the performance of people whom you don't see every day? Most of us are old school people, old school managers in a way, right? Uh, so how do you manage activity and output of a person you don't see every day? So those are the aspects of work from home. The third part, which is, which is I think the most uh, relevant part is the whole technology piece. Uh, I think there will be sharper evaluation of technology. Earlier, you could sell a, a, a fintech tool if it was okay, but today you will not be able to sell, it, sell unless it's really, really state of the art. So people in the tech space have to really, really put out a good output. So I would say three things, how to reach out to people to do uh, 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 solicit new business, work from home, and the whole technology piece. So yeah. these are the three new normals definitely coming in life. You know, very, very relevant observation. Yeah, uh, you know, Bangalore is out of lockdown, but uh, uh, still you can see like, I don't think so people are anytime going to come back to work. So what yeah. you're saying is so true. It's yeah. a different reality. Yeah. Uh, you know, Prakash, what fundamental shift are you seeing in the startup and business world right now, the last few months? I would, you know, so I would answer that question uh, linked to what problems did you face when you went into lockdown? Because mm. the problems or the disruptions you faced, mm. that will lift to a fundamental change in the way you do business. Uh, if you look at, if you look at what did change in, in lockdown? One, your business operations were stopped, be it manufacturing, be it commercial, be it service industry, it was stopped. So that was one. What will that lead to? That will definitely lead to managing your cash flows and the revenue and profitability in a much more sharper way. So that's one fundamental change, I think. Uh, and I'm being I'm being a little biased towards the financial uh, 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 view of mine. Uh, since disruption, lockdown, this disrupt revenue and cash flows, mm. there will be much more sharper focus to keep that in shape. So that's one. It's very general, but I think it's at the core of it. Yeah. The second is you also saw demand impact during lockdown and there it depends on what you do. So if you're selling food, you were less impacted, but you were selling cosmetics or personal care, you were more impacted. Yeah. Right. If you're selling, so, so the demand impact based on the business segment you are in. So another shift which will happen is that people will get out of the businesses or reduce the dependence of businesses, which are, non-essential in nature or let me put it this way the essential part of business will do well we have heard so many stories of ready-made garment exporters from india and many of them are clients manufacturing pp so so the point i'm making is that based on the needs of the customer in a bad time the business 
focus will change. So that's that's one macro fundamental shift uh, I, I see happening. The third part, uh, which was impacted during lockdown, was how do you deliver your products? Swiggy could deliver, but Chroma couldn't. Mm. Right. So how you deliver your product, be it physical or services or technology, that's going to change. It's it's a very technical world, so I I, I don't have the knowledge to dwell too much into. It, but for example. Clearly, there will be more focus on e-com than offline. Every player which had chosen to be only on offline would need to have a e-com footprint. Yeah. So the way you deliver your product will change. Tech, I'm sure there is a lot of work being done how to deliver technology in a low bandwidth uh, with with two three tiers of partners in in the whole communication channel and so on. So that's that's another fundamental shift in my view. And the last, obviously. Is the use of technology. Uh, even in banks, if you see, we we were luckily a bank which was prepared, uh, thanks to the whole BCP and all that. But a lot of banks didn't have uh, laptops and bandwidths and, and networks and Zoom calls. So I think use of technology will be like first first part of the SOP when you're planning a business. So 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 I think how you manage your finances. What do you sell, or what do you offer to customers? How do you deliver it to customers, and how do you use technology uh, to deliver uh, to run your business? There would be fundamental shift in all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very true. Uh, you know, and I, now that now you, I'm talking to a banker, so I have to ask this: that in the last few months, you've not seen. free flow of equity right like and and there is and i've been talking to investors and i've been talking to them so they're all saying they will but of course there is a wait and watch and everyone is waiting and and then uh, in these uncertain times what would be your advice what would be your suggestion to the entrepreneurs yeah no so this is a tricky question uh, this is a tricky question to a banker because bankers are still not up the game on financing to startups you know that some people are little ahead of others and some people are behind than others but we are not yet there because banking lending are built on principles which which fails when you evaluate a startup so it's it's a tricky question i would say two three things one you must improve your cash flow management mm. right uh, your finances come in two parts sir one is the balance sheet which is the health and the muscle power and one is PNL, which is profit and loss account, or the cash flows, which is the blood in your business, the the carbohydrate in your in your body, right? So I think I would say cash flow management has to be the topmost priority of startup. You can do so many things there, uh, and and in fact we we have done a couple of uh, a couple of uh, sessions with few people where we have given technical knowledge. For example, reduce the burn, uh, renegotiate all your Vendor technology payments, and this is the time we negotiate rent. Everybody is going to the landlord and saying, uh, I, "I would want to pay less." Right? Uh, we look at your cost structure. We look at whether you can reduce cost by partnership, ecosystem, so insourcing, outsourcing, and, and those kind of things. So that's on the cash flow bit. Right. Second is the balance sheet part. Uh, uh, I think this is the time to strengthen your balance sheet. Because that enhances your ability to borrow more tomorrow. Lenders mm-hmm. only lend you when your balance sheet is strong, right? Uh, I, I think there are a couple of thoughts, and 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 these are very basic. I would say one: you must go back to people who knows you already. Mm-hmm. 
this is not the time to try out a new person both on equity and 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 debt so go to your, and we have seen deals where existing investors are willing to put more money in the startups and the team they already know this is not the time to try the same applies to bankers as well just giving a small example if you have a five crore line pro banker who knows you for five years please go and talk to him saying i need two more crores that dialogue is much more easier to do and i can i can tell you we deal with many sme customers uh, on lending side and and those dialogues are actually very very fruitful for both parties uh, so both on the that's on the balance sheet uh, i i would say there is another topic which which is which is which is drawing a lot of attention and startups haven't really thought about it too much because they have been on a very fast fast rate of growth is the dso management which mm-hmm. is basically managing your working capital so are you getting money from your customers earlier than normal are you paying your vendors little later are you going to your customers and exploring supply chain programs and and these are quite relevant to us in fact i have been telling startups please out reach out to your people uh, I, i was telling a startup that let's say if you supply if you have very large companies on your supply side they have more muscle power than you this is a time to go and and take help of that we have seen that in our supply chain programs lot of vendors have gone to the anchor corporate and says can we get extended credit mm. so it's also important that you reach out typically a smaller or a weaker vendor will think five times that should i approach a very large anchor what will you think about it either you reach out directly or you take take uh, help from aggregators and consultants and banks uh, uh, to to do that that's that's one thing like an- another thing and this is a very small thing but can be very innovative in current times to improve cash flows is cards uh, the card penetration in india i'm talking not the personal card but the, the corporate card it's a product we also uh, advocating title quite a lot to the startups uh, cards you get one and a half months of credit period if if the spend is cardable and there are a lot of uh, spends which are agnostic to the mode of payment right in spite of paying them uh, through a direct remittance today you can use cards and get the 30 day credit uh, without compromising on the the cost of the service price of the service obviously so these are the few things you have to do i would say it has to be a, so there's no one size fits all sada we know that startups will struggle to get fresh money you have to do various things so that in combination you get little more money than you have currently it has to be a combination of balance sheet efforts pnl efforts financing both debt and and, and equity and dso efforts dso uh, bucket looks to be the most interesting one yeah uh, yeah because startups haven't really so it's it's going to be our endeavor so i mean i'll give you a very simple example uh, there's a company in bangalore i would obviously not name they they supply to their customers are all triple a customers right they haven't really thought of a supply chain solution because they have been growing at 5x and and they have been getting money to do that but this is the time to actually go and develop 3 months or 4 months of cash flows and cash flows which is growing at at 5x let's say to to extend your funding runway yeah so it has to be a mix of all all everything and i would put one in fact i would urge everybody to reach out because reaching out it has lot of psychological barriers as well for a smaller company to the bigger ones my experience has been that when you reach out you get a lot of help 
because the bigger guys do want to develop their supply chain in a sustainable manner yeah yeah so that's that's my thought but it's not an easy one i i, I must say no but i think it's also very useful what you are saying dso yeah like and then, you know honestly like in the good times and 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 for startups that with the kind of investments and things that have been happening so what you are saying is so relevant right like people don't think and i've been talking to so many entrepreneurs like you know these basic things people have not uh, kept in consideration so yeah very very uh, useful and especially i found the dso part very yeah. yeah for my business also but anyways coming to forecasting you know forecasting is very difficult and i was talking to an investor uh, recently some very big investor and i told him that you know in this time how do you go about doing forecasting both for short term long term and 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 finance uh, uh forecasting is hard what would be your advice to entrepreneurs to businesses uh, how should they be looking at this and what should they be doing yeah i think see this is a topic all of us have learned in b schools right uh, i i i will uh, pick up few things from there and which are very basic but needs to be reiterated current times i think in forecasting there is a mantra that you must do a detailed working many people don't do that when you are chasing growth and valuations and, and and funding you don't do that so must do a very detailed working you must separate a long term planning forecasting and a short term monitoring and and that's a concept which which is which is very very at the at the, at the heart of a successful mm-hmm. uh, budgeting right Uh, while we do long term forecasting for investors and banks there is a need to have a uh, a separate nx version of short term monitoring which should have very very sharp kpis to measure uh, risk to the plan uh, and and stuff like that uh, third thing i would say that you need to be very open to be corrected on a daily basis because i think business projection i remember we have learned lending where you have to project Five years of cash flows before giving a loan. Gone are the days where you can really forecast more than a couple of years because the business dynamics are changing. Uh, I, I don't think we now even attempt to say what will happen to these businesses after a couple of years, right? That that's reality of life, and and I think yeah. COVID has COVID has only accelerated that concept. So I would say, in in fact, we say that Shraddha in our internal uh, meetings when we talk about risk management. risk management on the lending portfolio saying please be open to be corrected don't stick to your stand if you know your stand was wrong i think mm. it's very relevant in the current time so please be corrected please get correct in corrected uh, 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 by others as well uh, because the whole dynamics is changing so that's one thing i think so so which also which also leads to you have to tweak your short term plan based on actual performance and the changing dynamics of the business forecasting is not not only about excel sheets excel sheets gives up uh, it, it gives up uh, uh, after a point of time so you must use forecasting tools and there are many of them available in the market today when we, we when we were starting a career we had only excel sheets but today even smaller companies can put their hand on a lot of financial tools are there and and some of these tools also have ai and and, and stuff like that uh so 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 uh, lay your hands on some tools as well okay okay yeah yeah uh you know what would you say of liquidity liability investments and the role of banks in that yeah yeah 
so i i i can answer that question uh, and by giving a little bit of pretext of our startup uh, uh, business and strategy uh, so as you know uh, you have been a part of the journey for for last year for a little while i think we thought that there is merit in making a serious attempt to catch companies in this ecosystem because we see a, a lot bunch of people doing very smart businesses young people trying to disrupt conventional businesses right so they must be doing something really good that we are able to disrupt uh, the hels of the world and and and, and nestles of the world in a way right uh, so we we set up a team uh, in your city bangalore delhi and bombay the three uh, places for startup i think our thought process has been twofold one uh, that catch the early stage once uh, catch them young so that you grow and we are a derived industry we would grow if our companies grow uh, so that's one thing and second thing we said since we are late in the market let's go after uh, the large ones or the fast growing ones in a bespoke manner mm. and in both we have made progress there is a team of 16 Uh, 15 16 people who who are who are only uh, participating here i think our thought process is very clear that you need to play to your strength we are not a large bank we will always remain a uh, small bank considering the very large psu and private banks around the country but so so for us it's a very niche strategy to go after companies requirements based on your right to win and what are those right to wins and and i would put it simply saying are for early stage of small companies it's simple and agile banking so that the team and the entrepreneur doesn't spend too much time on banking so mm-hmm. that we can focus more on the business uh, international connectivity is clearly a right to win for us uh, in fact there we are right at the forefront and we have helped so many startups many of them in your city shadha on their uh, international banking mm-hmm. uh, so that's one the third piece is the whole whole digital piece uh, we don't believe in conventional modes of delivery of a product so, so our digital proposition uh, is is something which we are winning on uh, so that's our startup piece and i think we've made good progress and if you look at all the things i said it needs either the liquidity liability and investment needs of a customer most of the startups needs help from managing the cash flows be it capital cash flow when they're raising money or their operation cash flows when they're making payments and receiving and 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 gone are the days where you open an account and get a check book to get started there is customization proposition to handle each type of receivable and payment and we have done we have done we have done good work on that we do a lot of work with large e-coms in the country uh, uh, and, and 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 you can guess what i'm saying and we get a lot of learning from there to replicate it for the smaller ones mm. obviously funding is another thing which startups need and and we as a bank acknowledge that we are not ready for it because our lending model is still conventional uh, to lend to people who who have established cash flows and profitability and network which is not the case in startup so we have been very actively working with a lot of ecosystem players including fintechs to put up a separate way to assess lending Uh, uh, to startups we make some progress uh, we do for example we do corporate cards which helps you in bso which i spoke about for your technology spends and the tme spends that's also like extending working capital uh, to them uh, if you are supplying 
if your customers are large customers, much more stronger than you, then you can avail financing backed on the strength of your customers, which is nothing but supply chain. So those are the things we have been doing. Uh, so, and, 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 and obviously when small startups, they don't, which don't have a full-fledged accounting or a finance team, they need a lot of hand-holding on managing regulatory work. When you raise capital from 15 investors in one round, you need a lot of paperwork and advice. So, so, so it's basically those three, four things uh, which we have been trying to package and help people. We have been able to win business with creating a right to win, our USP, and, 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 and we want to take it forward. So that's, that's our uh, uh, story on startup. And most of the things we do for startup or we intend to do is around liquidity, liability, and investment for them. Yeah, you know, one thing while you were saying that came to my mind is that HSBC will be such an ideal partner for most of the startups now who are also looking at global expansion because the great thing I like is that today startups are not just building for India. They're all ambitious building for the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I can tell you, Shraddha, there are so many stories and many of them in your city where we haven't been able to win local business from them because there you compete with SBSCs of the world, but we have won full wallet share on the international piece. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, in fact, globally, we are the only, one of the only banks which can call ourselves an international SME bank. And it's at the heart of the SME strategy for the bank globally to take companies international. And it's great to see aspiration of very small companies going international, right? yeah. which was not the case uh, 10, 15 years back. Uh, yeah. So today, even a $5 million company wants to go into three countries and we're delighted to take them there. Uh, and we follow a global relationship model where the person in Bangalore talks to the HSBC person in Bangalore and everybody else works uh, in the background. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we're very excited about here. Yeah. Uh, you know, tell us, uh, Prakash, about how HSBC is supporting startups during this COVID time, particularly. Uh, yeah. because this has been a tough last two, three months have been very tough. Yeah. So, so there, Shraddha, I think we have, we have, we are participating on all the government and RBI uh, packages. Hmm. Uh, uh, that's one way to participate. Hmm. Uh, uh, so that's the general overall participation. Every bank is participating and we will definitely want to support all our people. I think uh, uh, internally, we've also thought that, you know, we have a very small book in the startup segment, but we must show our own, uh, uh, we must we must show our own gesture by helping people. Startup are smaller companies, so they really need help. Uh, so we have internally decided that we will not charge any fees, commission, which we typically do yeah. for the next like, two quarters. But this is our way, gesture to uh, help them. Uh, we will help them to get onboarded. We have onboarded so many startups during lockdown without getting too many of documents and digital and this, that. So, so I, we would, we would help people in our own way, our little way, uh, and we'll help them to transact. Uh, we will help them to go international. So it will be a combination of, uh, a small time fees getting waived or commission getting waived or charges getting waived, but also helping them to enable business. And, and obviously we will participate in all the government relief as a bank. Prakash, and, and this I've been asking to all the leaders and experts I've been speaking to is that, you know, MSME is the backbone of the economy. And and then I was speaking to the finance minister and she said that she's come out with a lot of provisions in her last package for the MSME, the SME space. I want to understand from you, 
what are some of the things that can be done to revive the msme space yeah no it's a it's a, it's a, again a very difficult question chadha and as you know msmes has been hit the most right and mm. and and, and yeah. no two ways about it and please understand in india a very large percentage of employment is given by msmes so i think everybody's heart should go out for msmes first and the very large part of msmes are not in the organized or not in the larger subset there even even a dhaba with 10 people on a highway is in msmes is giving employment to 10 people right so so, so they, they 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 are government i in my observation government has done many stuff uh, some completely focused on msme but every other scheme they have come with touches msme i think that point clearly resonates with me if we are able to execute well we will come out as a winner uh i would also say a few things msme should do and and when i talk to our customers and our customers typically are in the organized msme world we don't bank an organized we don't bank to any micro msmes as well because we don't have the distribution and reach right what I, i what i pick up from them and i will share some of the thoughts what i pick up one is that more and more people should focus on export market mm. and i tell you why i say that one is it diversifies your customer location in indian domestic demand uh, will take time to revive it's not going to be easy uh, you are so you are diversifying your risk you are not only supplying to a customer you are not meeting a consumer demand in bangalore or india you are also doing that in 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 europe and us so yeah. so you must focus on export second thing is when you do export especially for the smaller guys you gain lot of uh, benefit by meeting international standards be the quality of your paperwork your quality test manufacturing facilities sops this that we have a customer with supplies uh, let's say kitchen utensils to a very large us retail chain and he's clearly up the up the mark because he deals with the best so it will also allow as msmes to structurally uplift their quality yeah and and we have seen that today as even a 50 crore a turnover company's promoter is so well traveled and so well knowledgeable he actually has the best machinery in his premises because he he is dealing with the the large or the other international one so export and 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 my personal view is export is something which every msme should try to uh, do more uh, and it does both short term and long term benefit uh, so that's one second thing i think there are two topics for msmes which are the hitting them hard one is labor and second is logistics i think every msme promoter needs to really really think or redesign on the labor and logistics at the raw material i mean it's an input for them right the third third is basically the entire uh, topic of automation and technology uh, automation is relevant from a manufacturing standpoint of view uh, and i feel call it robotics or automation or whatever not many smaller companies will think about it uh, so when they were buying a new machine you will think about automation and not uh, now and not only let's say cost and how fast you can get it yeah and third, and third is technology right uh, a lot of smaller companies don't use technology to reach out to customers and suppliers that will change So I would say these three things: exports focus, labor and logistics, and automation technology. The three things SMEs should do, should focus more on, 
and the whole government thing uh, i think the success lies in education and all of us must participate in that education yeah otherwise otherwise we'll have a problem yeah 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 thank you uh you know what are some of the changing requirements of your clients that you are seeing and how are you adapting to it uh i think one changing requirement we see is that everybody wants to get digital earlier we had many customers who prefer to deal with the bank in a manual way uh, thanks to covid we always wanted them to deal with uh, digital but thanks to covid they will so that's one change uh, i think the way you i made a point earlier the way you deliver your service i think customers are uh, talking about that a lot earlier they just wanted an assurance that you would deliver but now they are asking the next level question how would you deliver mm. right and that's where speed smartness flexibility uh, reciprocation of to to his need all will come in uh, and and a related point we see that customer experience see earlier we always said in banking or any other service industry that quality of your product or services and customer experience is both both is important but today i see customer experience being emphasize much more mm. uh, uh, and i think all of us all service providers including banks will have to adapt uh, i i get a lot of comfort that banks are very willing to adapt because it also helps them yeah uh, to reduce cost improve customer experience gain more wallet share win new businesses and in banking you know there is always a arbitrage of 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 some people doing the same job very well and some people doing the job not so well so the smarter and focused guys will really really win uh, uh, in my view yeah thanks a lot prakash this has been very uh, very very interesting if i may say so and very encouraging to hear you actually yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah and i believe that uh, we will build and grow and and thank you to you to hsbc uh, for partnering with us because i believe that startups are the future of this country absolutely like, yeah no yeah. thank you shraddha i think at the end i would say thank you again thank you for doing this with us uh, we were very keen and and that's also a philosophy that you tie hands with people who are subject matter experts we don't want to do everything ourselves you learn a lot so we are looking forward to learning a lot we have never done something like this before i look forward to your conversation with close to 20 leading startup players and and i'm hope i'm 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 sure uh, in fact i'm sure that those discussions will be very helpful to the larger uh, uh, ecosystem uh, players so thank you and all the best to you and your team thank you so much prakash very honored delighted and excited to be partnering with you thank you so same, much same here thank you so much